Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. My name is Blake Clark, and I am the founder and visionary of Limitless Real Estate and also the team lead of the Clark team. My goal with this podcast is to show you that your possibilities are truly limitless with the right mindset and outlook on life. On this podcast, you're going to hear from not only myself, but also other members within our brokerage as well as my team. And we're going to be discussing all things real estate, mindset, goal setting, and what it takes to build a good business and succeed in life. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Limitless Mindset Podcast. And I'm excited for today. I want to share some pretty cool stuff with you guys. Uh, Today is going to be helpful for those of you guys that are in real estate. You guys are active real estate agents. Uh, Heck, could even be lenders. And also, to be honest with you, even if you're not in real estate, I'm sure some of this will apply to you guys as well, too, and get your guys' gears turning on how to get creative with finding potential uh, investment in rental properties. Today, I want to share with you guys a couple of examples of some of the rental properties that I own and how I actually was able to find these deals and how I creatively got myself into them uh, with different methods and means of finding a deal with great equity right from the front end. So again, I think this is extremely important if you guys are a real estate agent right now, because you guys are the ones that are on the front lines and you guys are the ones that are going to come across deals like this all the time. When I got into real estate, You know, I thought just traditionally, hey, I need to help people buy and sell houses and that's it. And I wasn't actively looking at deals from an investor mindset as well, which today I do. As you guys know, we buy houses for cash. I'm always out there looking for good deals. I'm looking for potential investment properties. I'm looking for potential flips. I'm looking for potential wholesale. And as well as I'm out there putting houses up on the market actively to bid them, you know, to the open market to get my sellers as much money as possible. Again, it all depends on the situation that they're in. But what I want you guys to start doing is looking for these potential opportunities out there. Um, I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people like, man, how do you get these great deals? And to be honest with you guys, I'm not really out there uh, super heavily looking every day for a great deal, but I know how to spot them when they come across my table now. This is something I wasn't always great at. And looking back, I probably passed up a ton of opportunity when I first got into the business because I didn't have an investor hat on uh, when I was going to some of these listing appointments and looking for deals. So I want to share with you guys, you know, I'll walk you through some of the investment properties and some of the rental properties that I have, uh, how I got into them basically, and uh, what they looked like and how much equity I have in them and what I've been able to do with them. So uh, I bought my first rental property, I think, gosh, probably been about 10 years ago now. Uh, It was a little small property down in a little small mining town. You guys probably know down by kind of like Safford, Arizona. It was a little two bed, one bath house. And I ended up picking this property up for $30,000 at the time, right? Which to be honest with you, that's about what the house was worth. Uh, Nothing miraculous about it. But to give you guys an idea, that particular property uh, was paid off by the previous owner. They wanted to sell it. You know, they said, hey, we don't need it anymore. And I didn't even know how the heck I was going to obtain financing on it. I wasn't making great money at that time. I didn't know anything about it. And I was able to negotiate with the current owner of that property to carry the note for me. So basically, that owner was the bank for me. I said, hey, you know what? You can charge me a little bit of interest. Um, I'm not going to put any money down on this property. Obviously, I'm going to use it as a rental property. Uh, I'll make payments to you and I'm going to rent it out in the meantime, right? So we got into that property for 30K, cheap, cheap price. 
Uh, that particular property, I think at the time was renting for about $500 a month. Uh, our monthly payment on that property was, I think, $350 or $400 a month. So I was only cash flowing about $100, $150 a month, but that was okay. I got my foot in the game. I now owned a property that I could depreciate for tax purposes. I was making about $100 a month, $150 a month passive income, nothing too crazy on that one. Uh, but that tenant was also paying the note off for me. Um, as I made a little bit of extra capital, I went ahead and got that house paid off. I think it only took me about a year or two. Uh, I had you know, saved up a bunch of money, paid it off. So then that way, that property was now cash flowing every month for us $500 a month uh, in our pocket. Super low maintenance house, all brick. It was built in like 1953. It was in good shape. Like I said, it was a two bed, one bath rental property, bringing in $500 a month for us. And uh, that happened for seven years. It was an absolutely great property. Uh, when I decided to exit that property, uh, it's now worth, you know, $65,000, $70,000. And guess what? I did the same thing. I had a couple of people that wanted to come purchase it for me, said, hey, we can't get approved for a traditional loan. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll be your bank. I'll carry your note on it for you for 7%. Uh, so we basically worked it out. And now I am selling it to those people who are living in it. And I'm making interest on that loan, right? All for an initial investment that cost me no money down. Uh, I was able to pay off cash flow of that property for seven years, turn around and sell it. And now I have somebody in there and I'm the bank on that property, basically doing the same thing, charging them an interest rate. And I was able to double my money just through equity as well on that property. Uh, the second investment property I ended up getting into, this was actually a listing appointment I was, I was going on. I got a call from a gentleman who had reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, I got this property I'd bought in back before the market crashed. I paid about $160,000 for this thing. Uh, back in 2005, 2006, uh, the market tanked. He was upside down, but he didn't want a foreclosure on his record. Uh, he has since moved out of state, was living in a different state. So he didn't want to rent this property out, basically. Or I didn't want to let it foreclose on, I apologize. So he rented the property out, and he's been renting it ever since. So I get a call from him one day. Uh, this was probably about three years ago, and he said, Hey, you know what? Uh, I got this property I want to sell. It's got tenants in there right now. They're on a year-to-year -year lease. And if, uh, if you can, I'd like you to go take a look at it. Um, I'll coordinate with the current tenants in place and you can let me know what you think it's worth. And I'm going to go ahead and terminate the lease with them. And I would like to sell the property. And I said, okay, what's the motivation? He goes, honestly, I just want it off my books. I've been upside down on this thing forever. The market's finally stabilized. I'm making a little bit of money on it now. So I think it's just time to sell the property. You know, at the time, the property was probably worth about 185, 190,000. I think he had only owed 150, 145 at the time. Nice little four bed, two bath property out in Santan Valley. Uh, so I got to the property and the tenants were really upset. You know, their older couple had been living there for, you know, like I said, about a year. Uh, the property prior to them living in this one, they'd been in and renting it for almost 25 years. So they were great tenants. They didn't move often. Uh, they just recently moved into this property to be closer to their daughter who happened to live in the area. So they're really upset that they had to move, you know, and it, unfortunately for this gentleman, it was nothing personal. He'd just been holding on to this thing for the last, you know, 15 years while he'd been upside down on it. And he was ready to just be done with this thing. Um, so, you know, I went to the property, looked at it. It was in great shape. They took good, great, great care of it. Uh, where this would have been a listing property for me to put up on the market. I said, you know what, why don't I potentially, there's something here. I could pick this up as, as a potential rental property for myself, maybe. 
So I'd gone back to the owner and said, Hey, you know, um, I might be interested in actually buying this property. What do you, what do you want to do? And he goes, well, yeah, I definitely want to sell it. And so we'd gone back and forth and, uh, we'd negotiated some terms on the property, um, for what I could purchase it for. You know, I waived my commissions. I told him I'd help cover his closing costs. I bought it a little bit of a market discount because I didn't want to have to rent, uh, raise the rents on my current tenants at the time on that property. And I wanted to make sure I could keep the mortgage affordable on it. So I basically went out and I had obtained a loan on the property again for $140,000. I put my 20% down on this property at the time and got it. And my tenants have been in there ever since. Uh, the really cool thing about this property is, is I think I only owe a little less than hundred K on it. Now at this point, I've been paying a little extra. Uh, we recently last year when the mortgage rates were really low and the 2.8% refied it into that, got a mortgage payment of only 420 bucks a month on that particular property right now. Uh, even with me selling that property at a discounted or renting it at a discounted market rental rate of about a thousand dollars a month, I'm still cash flowing almost $600 a month on this particular property. Uh, realistically, I'll be honest, this is where the soft spot in me is on this thing. I could be renting that property out for about $1,800 a month. I just have a soft spot. These tenants have been amazing. They never asked me for a single thing. They take amazing care. I go by the property. Every single weed is always pulled. They just take really good care of it. And I'm still cash flowing some money on that thing. But the really cool thing about this particular property is I entered this property. I think I bought it for about $145,000. That property today, here we are four years or three years later, is now valued sitting around $360,000, $370,000. And I only owe about hundred. My tenants are paying that thing off and I'm still cash flowing about $600 a month. Plus I get the right to depreciation off on it, right? So that was a great example of something that would have been a potential listing for me uh, that I was able to say, you know what? This could just make a great investment opportunity for me. How about I buy this property if it works out for all all parties and I already had the tenants in place. So I was able to keep it. Uh, another property that across the table for me was actually a property. I had sold one of my past clients. Uh, they had, had got this property. They were, uh, living with somebody. They were, they were engaged. That person had unfortunately had passed away in, in an unfortunate uh, accident. So I actually helped her purchase that property, get the loan put in her name, buy it, get him off of it and basically cash out his family who had, who had, had shares in the property and she owned it. Uh, I'd gotten a call probably about a year later. Unfortunately, she had fallen on some tough times, went into a bankruptcy situation or a, I mean, a foreclosure situation, potential bankruptcy she was going into on this property and didn't know what to do. She's like, I think I need to sell. it. I think I need to get out of here. I don't know what to do. I fell behind. You know, I, I just can't get caught up on these past due payments and they're threatening foreclosure on it. So I said, you know what, here's the deal. I'll tell you what, I'll pay to get it out of foreclosure. I want my name recorded on the deed though, just so that I could take ownership in the property as well. Um, I could write off some of the property from a tax standpoint. That's going to be my savings from, from that perspective through the depreciation. And then I'll tell you what, in one year, you can go ahead and pay me back and I'll remove my name off of the title. I'll release you know, interest and ownership in the property. Just pay me back. Uh, so we had reached that agreement, signed some documents, had my name recorded on title. I paid off the uh, late foreclosure notice on that one. I had also at that point taken my information and had the bank basically make payments directly for me. And she paid me almost like she was a tenant on the property because again, I didn't want her to default on the property after I had just made the, uh, got, you know, got it brought up to current for her. So three years go by on this. And to be honest with you, I didn't really bugger a whole lot about it. And then about three years had gone by and I said, Hey, uh, are you going to pay me back? You know what you had owed me on this property. Uh, I would love to just get my name off of this and be on my way and you could have it. And she said, you know, actually, I really don't kind of want to live here anymore. It's in town. You know, I'd rather get closer into town. I think I'm just going to sell this property. So we were going through the numbers. We're going through the math, you know, realistically, this property at the time was worth probably about 330,000 at the time. 
Um, I was owed right around probably 8,500 to 9,000, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And I said, you know what, I, I would like to buy the property. And here's the really cool thing is because my name was recorded on title, I didn't have to go necessarily qualify for a whole new loan. I just had to do a cash out refinance on the property and cash her out on her equity with no money down, basically. Uh, again, I didn't have to put that 25% down because my name was on the title of the property. So I wasn't required to put that down for it. Uh, so we had reached an agreed upon price, obviously a discounted price. I, the house needed a little bit of work, you know, I needed paint, needed some things. So we negotiated a below market value minus what was owed to me minus fees. Uh, minus I said, I covered title fees and everything for her. So it was really fair. She walked away with still a great amount of equity. I walked away with a great deal. I got my, my equity back out that was owed to me through paying off the previous uh, foreclosure proceedings. Uh, I managed to pick that particular property up for right around $230,000. And at the time that property was worth 330, close to $400,000. Now, uh, that particular property with me putting my money down, doing the cash out refi has a mortgage of about 1200. I'm cash flowing that one at almost $1,900 a month right now. Uh, so again, making pretty decent money between the mortgage, about five, $600 a month cash flow on that particular property. I was able to go in, slap a new paint job, clean the carpets, uh, clean the house up, get it back to ready order for close to 4,500 bucks total is about a 1600 square foot house. So another great deal that I was able to pick up that now has a ton of equity in this property and is cash flowing great. Uh, that just kind of came across the table that instead of me saying, yeah, no problem. I'm going to go ahead and list this property. It turned out to just be a great deal for me. Um, another property that I recently picked up uh, was a situation where I had had a couple who were unfortunately going through like a divorce situation. Uh, the husband had already left the state basically, and he had his wife and his kids were still living in this property. And he said, you know, I just need to get my name off the title, get my name, you know, get, get my interest out of this thing so that I could go purchase a new property in the new state where I'm starting my new job and, and basically needing to get my life up and going. And I said, okay, great. You want to sell the house? Let's get it up on the market. And he goes, yeah, but here's the problem. She doesn't have a place to go. I don't want to kick her out and my kids out. And she can't really at this time because she had just started a new job, couldn't qualify for a higher rent or mortgage or whatnot. She was making decent money just on paper, hadn't quite got there yet, didn't have time to mature uh, with, you know, working and having that track record of, of a higher income. So, you know, he's like, do you want to buy the property from me? And it needed a little bit of work too. And I said, well, here's the problem. I can't buy the property at full market value because then my mortgage on the property is now going to be higher than what she could afford to pay in rent. So it just doesn't make sense to me. So we bounced all these different scenarios around. Uh, we bounced what it would look like if he put some money into it, cleaned it up, how much it's worth on market. Um, at that particular time, the property was worth close to about 330, 340 at that time. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, what's most important to me is just that she can stay there for about another year at, at a discounted rental rate. Um, that would make me happy. And I need to just net this much out of the sale and then the rest can go to her. You know, we're going to split that. So we worked out some numbers where I was able to secure that property minus commissions, minus title fees, all that. Uh, I took the property and as is condition because it did need some work. And I negotiated her staying there in the property for an additional year at about $500 under what market rent should be. But I was able to get the property cheap enough to where it still made sense for me. I could keep the mortgage where it needs to be. She could make her new mortgage payment and I'm still cash flowing about three to $400 a month on that particular property. Plus I get the depreciation and tax write-off on that property. So that 
that property now um, is probably touching close to 400K. I was able to secure that property for right around $280,000. So I'm sitting on about $120,000 in equity in that particular property in less than a year's time frame, uh, just because it had to make sense for all parties. But again, that was a deal that I wasn't really out there actively looking for. It just came across the table and I was able to spot. So I do this all the time. I'm always looking for creative ways to get deals. Uh, for those of you guys out there listening, if you guys know of situations like this, they kind of require some kind of creative financing, or maybe you own a property and you say, Hey, I'd like to stay as a renter, but cash my equity out. And you know, that's, that's my specialty. This is what I love to do. I would definitely recommend reaching out to me. I'm happy to help you. If you guys are an agent and you have deals like this, uh, that requires some kind of, you know, traditional, uh, thought process of selling, but maybe there's some opportunity there where it could turn into a rental or an investment or a wholesale. Feel free to give me a call. I'm happy to walk you guys through these processes, but really what I want to do and what hopes of this particular podcast is, is to get you guys thinking, uh, about spotting these potential deals out there. They're out there all the time especially if you're in the real estate business right now and you're you know, actively buying and selling properties for people, you're helping them out, you're going to come across deals like this all the time. You're going to come across these deals that require something uh, a little creative. Uh, if you, I would highly recommend if you're an agent that you're actively investing It's going to make you a well-rounded real estate professional all around. If you own rental properties, if you flip rental properties, if you, if you kind of understand, you know, how they work, if you're an active investor, it's going to make you an all around better agent. So again, keep an eye out for these deals, guys. They are out there. Uh, They are on the market. They're, they're out there all over the place. When you guys go to these listing appointments, uh, pay attention, right? See what value adding you can have. Again, you guys have heard me talk in the past about going in with like menus, right? Going with the menu option. We can put it on the market. We can potentially wholesale it. I could potentially buy this as an investment property and let you rent it back or keep it or whatnot, you know, all different kinds of options and solutions and opportunities out there. But just make sure you guys aren't passing these opportunities up as they cross your table, because that's where you guys are going to find the best deals. As always, hopefully this brought a little bit of value. I know today was a quick one. Just wanted to kind of point out uh, some of the investment opportunities that I've been doing as of recently, uh, how to spot the deals, what they look like. Hopefully this helps you guys kind of picture as you guys are going into some of these listing appointments, you know, hey, is this a potential deal for me to pick up as an investor? Uh, Keep your eyes open, guys. They're out there. And again, if you need help, as always, shoot me a DM. I'm happy to help you guys structure these things, put them together. Uh, I've been doing it for a while and it's pretty easy for me at this point. I love finding good deals. So again, if you guys have have them, send them my way. As always, guys, hopefully, again, this brought some value. If it did, as always, all I ask you guys to do is drop me some comments, give me some feedback, let me know what else you guys want to hear about and share this with somebody that may get some value from it. As always, guys, get out there, crush it.